Welcome to Zikr Daf Simanim. I'm Rabbi Avram Goldhar, and today we're Sechus Psachim Daf Yud Zayin. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the Navi Chagai tested the Kohanim who were returning from Babel in the proficiency in the lachas of Tuma and Tahara, which they had not practiced since there were no kachim that need to be guarded from Tuma. He asked them in a nutshell whether Kodesh can become a Ravi, and they answered that it cannot. Rav said they erred, and Shmuel said they didn't. Shmuel understood the question differently. The Chagai asked whether Kodesh can become a Chamishi, which it cannot. Rav's opinion is challenged based on another time when Chagai asked him a similar question, whether Kachin can become a Ravi, but this time, where the source of Tuma is a person who is Tame from a mace, instead of the source of Tuma being a Sheretz, which was the first question, and they answered the question correctly, that it is Tame. So it must be, therefore, that the first question was about a Chamishi, like Shmuel understood. The Gemara gives two answers. Rav Nachman said in the name of Rabbi Baravahu, Bekin hem betumas mace, vein bekin betumas sheretz. They were knowledgeable in the lachas of Tumas mace, but not in the lachas of Tumas sheretz, to know that it would make Kodesh Ravi. Ravina answered that in the second question, Chage was asking about the Kodesh becoming a shlishi level of Tuma, which they were familiar with. Point number two, there's Malchokas regarding which mashkin in the base of Migdash Yosef ben Yoezer was testifying to. Rav said, Mashke base mit bechaya, the mashkin of the butchering place, referring to blood and water. And Levi said, Mashke be mit bechaya, the mashkin of the mizbeach, referring to all the mashkin that are offered, such as blood, water, wine, and oil. A price was brought in accordance with the Levi that taught that, Mashke base mit bechaya, shenit mifnim, vohotzin lochut tohorin, the mashkin of the mizbeach, that became Tame inside the Azura, the temple courtyard, and someone took them out, they are Tahar. Rush explains that they cannot be Matame other things, just like they could not while they were within the Azura. The reason is that since they were considered Mashkin of the Mizbeach at the time of their becoming Tame, and therefore not able to be Matame others, they retain that status even after going out of the base of Migdash. However, they themselves become Tame, since as the Gemara clarified earlier, that Levi holds that Mashkin of the Mizbeach can become Tame. So we see that this price is like the reading of Levi as it discusses the leniency of Yosef ben Yoez in regards to the Mashkin of the Mizbeach. The Gemara then brings a price that supports Rav's version of Yosef ben Yoezer's testimony. And point number three, in a price on Duff, Tezayin Amanov, Rav Yudas said that anything that might have been touched by Tumas Mashkin is Tame. The Gemara asks if in fact Rav Yudas holds that Tumas Mashkin can be Matame Kalim Midaraisa based on a mission that stated that Kalim that became Tame in the interior the exterior, too, is Tame. But if the exterior became Tame, the interior is not Tame. Rebbe Yehuda qualified the ruling and said that this only applied if they became Tame through Tumas Mashkin. But if they were Tame through a Sheretz, then regardless of where the Sheretz touched, the Kli is Tame. If Rebbe Yehuda held that Tumas Mashkin is a Deraisa, it should have the same din as the Sheretz. Rebbe Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, Chazibay Rebbe Yehuda. Rebbe Yehuda retracted his ruling and held that Tumas Mashkin is only a Derabanan. So once again, the three points are number one. The Navi Chagai tested the Kohanim who were returning from Babel in the proficiency in the Lachas of Tuma and Tahara, which they had not practiced since there were no Kachin that need to be guarded from Tuma. He asked them in a nutshell whether Kodesh can become a Ravi, and they answered that it cannot. Rav said they erred, and Shmuel said they did not. Shmuel understood the question differently. The Chagai asked whether the Kodesh can become a Chamishi, which it cannot. Rav's opinion is challenged based on another time when Chagai asked him a similar question, whether Kachin can become a Ravi but this time where the source of Tuma is a person who is Tame from a mace, instead of the source of Tuma being a Sheretz, which was the first question, and they answered the question correctly, that it is Tame. So it must be, therefore, that the first question was about a Chamishi, like Shmuel understood. The Gemara gives two answers. Rav Nachman said in the name of Rabba Baravu, Bekin hem betumas mace, vein bekin betumas Sheretz. They were knowledgeable in the halachas of Tuma's mace, 
but not in the halachas of Tumas Sheretz, to know that it would make Kodesh a Ravi. Ravina answered that in the second question, Chagah was asking about the Kodesh becoming a Shlishi level of Tumah, which they were familiar with. Point number two, there's a Mokrokas regarding which Mashkin in the base of Migdash Yosef ben Yuezer was testifying to. Rav said, Mashki Beis Mitbachai, the Mashkin of the butchering place, referring to blood and water. And Levi said, Mashki Beis Mitbachai, the Mashkin of the Mizbeach, referring to all the Mashkin that are offered, such as blood, water, wine, and oil. A price was brought in accordance with the Levi that taught that Mashki Beis Mitbachai Shinit Bumifnim, Bautzinu Chus Tohorin, the Mashkin of the Mizbeach that became Tame inside the Azara, temple courtyard, and someone took them out. They are Tahor. Rush explains that they cannot be metame other things, just like they could not while they were within the Azorah. The reason is that since they were considered mashkin of the Mizbeach at the time of the becoming Tame, and therefore not able to metame others, they retain that status even after going out of the base of Mikdash. However, they themselves become Tame, since as the Gemara clarified earlier, the lady holds the mashkin of the Mizbeach can become Tame. So we see that this price is like the reading of Levi as it discusses the leniency of Yosef ben Yoezer in regards to the mashkin of the Mizbeach. The Gemara then brings a price that supports Rav's version of Yosef ben Yoezer's testimony. And point number three, in a price on Daf Tezayin Amadav, Rabbi Yehuda said that anything that might have been touched by a tumas mashkin is tamet. The Gemara asks if in fact Rabbi Yehuda holds that tumas mashkin can be metame kailing midaraisa based on a mission that stated that kailing that became tame in the interior the exterior, too, is Tame. But if the exterior became Tame, the interior is not Tame. Rabbi Yudah qualified the ruling and said that this only applied if they became Tame through Tumas Mashkin. But if they were Tame through a Sheretz, then regardless of where the Sheretz touched, the Kli is Tame. If Rabbi Yehuda held that Tumas Mashkin is a Daraisa, it should have the same din as the Sheretz. Rabbi Yudah said in the name of Shmuel, Chazer Bey, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda retracted his ruling and held that Tumas Mashkin is only a Durabanan. All right, so now we go to our Simon for Daf Yedzayin, and our Simon is a used car. A used car, we often use a used car salesman in the Simon. So here goes. The used car salesman who failed miserably selling Tuma and Tahara study guides to Kahanim returning from Gaulus because he forgot the whole chapter on liquids often on the Mizbeach started pitching specially treated teacups that didn't become tummy on the inside if a tummy liquid touched them on the outside. Once again, it's emotion. The used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be Ron Duff Yedzayin. The used car salesman who failed miserably selling two Mantara study guides to Kohanim, returning from Gaulus, which reminds us that it's a Malkokas Rabbanishmuel whether the Kohanim that were being tested by Chagai and Navi erred or not when he asked if Kodesh can become a Ravi. Rabu said they did err, was challenged by the fact that Chagai asked a similar question, and they were correct. Rav Nachman said in the name of Rabbi Baravu, Bekin hem betumas meis ve'en bekin betumas sheretz. They were knowledgeable in the halachas of tumas meis, but not in the halachas of tumas sheretz, to know that it would make Kodesh a Ravi. Ravina answered that in the second question, the Chagai was asking about the Kodesh becoming a Shlishi level of Tumah, which they were familiar with. So the used car salesman who failed miserably selling Tumantara study guides to Kahanim, returning from Gaulus, because he forgot the whole chapter on liquids offered on the Mizbeach, which reminds us that there's a Malkos regarding which Mashkin in the base of Migdash Yosef ben Yuezer was testifying to. Rab said, Mashke base Mitbechaya, the Mashkin of the butchering place, referring to blood and water. And Levi said, Mashki be mitbechaya, the mashkin of the mizbeach, referring to all the mashkin that are offered, such as blood, water, wine, and oil. The Gemara brings a brisa to support Levi, followed by one that supports Rav. So the used car salesman who failed miserably selling two mantar study guides to Kahanim, returning from Gaulus, because he forgot the whole chapter on liquids offered on the mizbeach, started pitching specially treated teacups that didn't become tummy on the inside 
if a tummy liquid touched them on the outside. Which reminds us that it was clear that Rabbi Yehuda retracted his ruling and held that Tumas Mashkin is only a Rabban, based on the mission about the difference between being metami the interior of a kli and the exterior, where Rabbi Yehuda distinguished if the source of Tumas is Sheretz versus Tumas Mashkin. Insomuch that he held the halachim of Tumas Mashkin was not the same din as the Sheretz, it was evident he retracted and held that Tumas Mashkin is only a Rabban. So once again, so the used car salesman who failed miserably selling Tuma and Tahar study guides to Kahanim, returning from Galas, because he forgot the whole chapter on liquids offered on the Mizbeach, started pitching specially treated teacups that didn't become tummy on the inside if a tummy liquid touched them on the outside. All right, so now it's time for our four blot back Chazara. Daf Yud Gimel. So the similar Daf Yud Gimel is a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. The Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be more Daf Yud Gimel. The Bar Mitzvah boy who ran through the crowd of marketplace Arab Pesach looking for guests to eat his family's chametz, which reminds us, it was time to brace that when the 14th falls on Shabbos, Mavarinus Akomu Fnei Shabbos, we dispose of everything before Shabbos, Vesorfing Trumas Tameos Tulios Utohoros, and we burn chametz Truma foods that are Tame, suspended, and Tahor, and we leave over enough Tahor food for two meals, enough to eat through the first four hours of the day. These are the words of Rolaz ben Yehuda Ishbartosa, who said in the name of Yeshua. The Chami said to him that the tar trumas should not be burned, for perhaps people can eat them, will be found. Melazar said they looked for people to eat the chametz, but couldn't find them, so there's no point to holding on to it. They replied that perhaps they stayed overnight outside the wall. He responded that in that case, they shouldn't burn the Suffolk Tami Truma, since Eliyahu might come and rule that their tower. And they responded that we have a tradition, Shein Eliyahu ba, lo barbe shabasos, lo barbe yamitovim, that Eliyahu would not arrive Erev Shabbos or Erev Yanta because of difficulties it would impose on people to have to interrupt their preparations to greet Eliyahu. So the Bar Mitzvah boy ran through the crowd of marketplace Erev Pesach looking for guests to eat his family's chametz, bumped into a man with chametz leaking out of his bag. Which reminds Rav Nachman said in the name of Rav that the halachas of Rabbi Yehuda that we suspend the chametz during the fifth hour and that it cannot be eaten, but it does not need to be destroyed. The Gemara cites that support Rav Nachman from an incident with Yochanan Chalkukah who was given a saddlebag full of chametz as a deposit. When mice pierced the bag of Pesach and the chametz was leaking out, he asked Rebbe what he should do, and he was told to wait during the first four hours. Rush explains that the owner might come and eat the chametz before it becomes prohibited. In the fifth hour, Rebbe told him to sell it to the market. The Gemara initially assumes and then confirms that Rebbe meant he should sell it to Nachim in accordance with Rebbe Yehuda, who holds chametz is prohibited after the fourth hour. So the bar mitzvah boy who ran through the crowd of marketplace Arab Pesach looking for guests to eat his family's chametz bumped into a man with chametz leaking out of his bag who was peering through his binoculars at the two chalas psulos placed on top of the itztaba. Which reminds the Mishnah and Dav Yudah al say that two pasal chalas that were brought with the karm toda are placed on the itztaba, a bench on the harabais. As long as they were placed there, everyone ate chametz. When one was removed, they would suspend chametz, meaning they wouldn't eat it or burn it. When both were removed, they burned the chametz. The Gemara on base here asked how they became pasal, and Rabbi Hanina said, Because there were so many toda offerings brought the day before, they became invalidated by being left overnight. The Gemara goes on to explain that Torah offerings were not brought Erev Pesach when Chametz is still permitted. We may not expose offerings to a situation where they will become puzzle. Daf Yudalat. So the Simran Daf Yudalat is hands. We use a juggler in the Simran. So here goes. The Tame juggler. Juggler. That must be one Daf Yudalat. The Tame juggler juggling pieces of Shlishi meat with Rishon meat, which reminds us, the next Mishnah and the following seven blood are known as the Sugiya of Rabbi Chanina Skana Kohan because the Mishnah opens with the following statement. Rabbi Chanina Skana Kohan said, In all the days of the Kohanim, they never refrain from burning meat of Kajim. 
that had become tummy from a vladatuma, making the meat of sheni, together with the meat of kachin that had become tummy from an abatuma, making the meat of risham. Afopisham mosifim tumal tumasu, even though by doing so they added a degree of tumor to its previous tumor. Rashi explains that since the meat was being burned away, the Kanim weren't concerned about an increase in the tumor. The Gemara begins by asking what tumor is added since a sheni that touches a rishon remains a sheni. Rav Yudah said, Here we're dealing with meat that became tame through a sheni, making it a shlishi, and by burning it together with a rishon, raises it to a sheni, and Rabbi Hanina holds its mother to make a shlishi into a sheni. So the tame juggled jugging pieces of shlishi meat with rishon meat, while chomping on wet seeds touched by a sheritz, which reminds us, the Gemara persists in questioning how the degree of tuma was increased since food cannot be matame food as it was taught in a brisa, it might be thought that a food can be matame food. The Torah therefore states, But if water has been placed on a seed, and then their carcass, referring to a sheritz, falls upon it, it is tame. The phrase, it is tame, implies that the seed itself is tame, but it cannot make something else of its nature, meaning another food, tame. Therefore, when one burns meat, that is a shlishi, together with meat, that is a rishon, what tuma is being added? The Gemara concludes that although a food cannot be matame another food, midaraisa, it can be matame midarabandan. Rabbi Hini was teaching that one can burn the shlishi meat with rishon meat, even though it becomes asheni, midarabandan. So the tame juggler juggling pieces of shlishi meat with rishon meat while chomping on wet seeds touched by sherets, wowed the crowd when he balanced a lamp of trum oil on top of the point of an avatuma sword that was perched on the tip of his nose. Which reminds us that in the Mishnah, Rabbi Kiva added, In all the days of the Kohanim, they never refrained from lighting truma oil from a tful yom, who was a sheni, making the oil a shlishi, in a lamp that had become tamri from one who had become tamri from a corpse, making the lamp a rishon even though it added a degree of tuma to its previous tuma, The Gemara asks what Rabbi Kiva is adding, since it's the same case of a shlishi being touched by a rishon to become a sheni, like Rabbi Chinina's case. You'd answer that we're dealing with a metal lamp, of which the Torah teaches, v'chal of cherev, the body of someone felled by a sword. Cherev hayru kachala, a sword or any metal utensil, that touches a dead body is itself like the body in regard to tuma, and becomes an avi tuma. If it touches a person who touched a corpse, it becomes an avatuma like the person. Bikiva holds that truma, which is a shishi, may be made into a rishon when it touches the lamp, which is an avatuma. Dav Tezvav. So the similar Dav Tezvav is a fruit bowl. So here goes. The winemaker dashed and grabbed his tummy fruit bowls. Fruit bowls, that must be one Dav Tezvav. The winemaker dashed and grabbed his tummy fruit bowls to capture truma flowing out of the broken cask of the wine press, which reminds us, in the Mishnah and Dav Yud Dalad Amad Av, Rabbi Meir said, From their words, we learn that we may burn Tahor Chametz of Truma with Tame Chametz of Truma, Ere Pesach. The Gemara and Dav Yud Dalad Amad Beis asked, From whose words? After rejecting the first suggestion, Rabbi Meir was referring to the words of Rabbi Chanina. The Gemara brings Rabbi Shalakush, who said in the name of Bar Kapara, the Rabbi Meir was referring to the words Rabbi Yeshua brought later in the Mishnah, who says that one may burn Suffolk Tame Truma Chametz, with Tamei Chametz. Rabbi Meir derived his rule from a teaching of Rabbi Yeshua in a Mishnah from Trumos, in which Rabbi Yeshua disagrees with Rabbi Lezer in a case where a cask of Truma wine broke in the upper vat of a wine press, and the lower reservoir contains Chulun wine that is Tamei. If one's not able to salvage a revius of Truma in a state of Tahara because he has no Tahor vessel, Rabbi says, the Truma should be allowed to vote down and contaminate the Chulun, and one should not contaminate with his own hand by taking a Tame vessel, even though he would save the Chulun. 
Rabbi Yeshua said, He may even be metame the truma with his own hand by capturing the truma in a tummy vessel. Thus, we see that where truma is about to be rendered unusable, Rabbi Yeshua allows even contaminating it with his own hand. So the winemaker dashed and grabbed his tummy fruit bowls to capture truma flowing out of the broken cask of the wine press to save his expensive chun below, which reminds us, in response to Rabbi Meir and the Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi said, amida. It's not analogous, referring to Rabbi Yeshua permitting one to capture tummy wine in a vessel from the broken cask, even though he's metame with his hands, to the case of permitting one to burn suffolk tummy truma chametz with tummy chametz. The Gemara asks, Mida umidahi. It is perfectly analogous. The Gemara answers, Ashani hasim de No, it's different because there's the consideration of the loss of chun in the reservoir. Rabbi Yeshua allows being metame the truma with his hands in order to preclude a monetary loss if the truma was mixed with the chun. In the case of burning Suffolk Tame Truma Chametz, he might forbid being Matame with his own hands, even where it's about to be destroyed. So the winemaker dashed and grabbed his Tame fruit bowls to capture Truma falling out of the broken cask of the wine press to save his expensive chulun below, while everybody outside was tossing their tower Chametz of Truma into the fire with the Tame Chametz at the seventh hour. Which reminds us, Rabbi Yassi said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, Malchokas B'Sheish, Avob B'Shevet, Yivere Kol Sorfim, the Malchokas B'Shevet, Rabbi Yassi Rimeir, pertains only during the sixth hour every Pesach, when Chametz is Asim Eder Abanan. The Rabbi Yassi permits burning the Tower Chametz of Truma with the Tameh, and Rabbi Yossi forbids it. But during the seventh hour of the day, and later, all agree that we may burn them together. Rashi explains that Rabbi Yossi concedes that once Chametz is forbidden, Midaraisa, we may burn the Tower Chametz of Truma with the Tameh, since it's tantamount. To Tame Truma. Dav Tezain. So the symbol Dav Tezain is toes. Toes. So here goes. The Cohen tiptoeing. Cohen tiptoeing. That must be run Dav Tezain. Toes. The Cohen tiptoeing through the Tahor blood of the base Mitbechaya, which reminds us, a mission's brought in this Dav Tez states that Yosef and Yoezer Ish Tzereda testified, a Mashkin base Mitbechaya Dachan, about the Mashkin of the base of Migdash, butchering place, that they are Tahor. Rashi says that this means they do not become tummy, explains that the mushkin mentioned are blood that would escape from the offering during slaughtering, and water with which the meat would be washed after the butchering. Rav and Shmuel disagree on what Yosef and Yoezer meant in his testimony. Rav said, Dachimamish, that the blood and water of the place of butchering are literally tahor, and not the Kabbal at all. The Gemara explains that Rav said that Yosef and Yoezer holds that Tumas mushkin is a derabanan, and the rabbis were gozer Tuma on mushkin outside the base of Migdash, but in the butchering place, they didn't enact this decree. Shmuel said, It means they're tower in the sense they are not metame other things. But they are subject to acquiring tuma themselves. According to Shmuel, Yosef ben Yuazer holds that tuma's mashkin is a deraisa, in that the mashkin itself can become tame, but being able to metame something else is only a derabanan. This derabanan was a decree on mashkin outside the base of Migdash, not inside. So the Kohen tiptoeing through the Tahor blood of the base Mitbachaya was stopped by the Kohen Gadol wearing the tzitz, which reminds us the Gemara brings several challenges to Rav's opinion that Mashkin are not Makamal Tum at all, Midaraisa. Abraisa states, and for what does the tzitz affect acceptance? For the blood, meat, or chel of Abakarvin that became Tameh. Bemba Shoge, Bemba Meizi, Bemba Onus, Bemba Ratzon, Bemba Yachim, Bemba Tzibor whether inadvertently or deliberately, whether through a mishap or willingly, whether the offering was brought by an individual or by a community, the Brysa says that the blood of a carbon is makabotuma. Clearly then, Yosef ben Yoazer meant to exclude the mushkin in the butchering place only from contaminating other things. For only this laws of the Rabbanim, but mushkin are makabotuma mid the Raisa. 
So the Gemara answers that Mashkin are only Mekabal Tumim with the Rabban, and this Brisa, which holds that the Rabban imposed Tumim susceptibility even upon the butchering place Mashkin, does not accord with the opinion of Yosef ben Yoezer. So the Kohen tiptoeing through the Tahor blood of the base Mitbachaya was stopped by the Kohen Gadol wearing the tzitz to make sure he had a clea to receive the blood of a carbon and not to let it spill on the ground. Which reminds us, as part of a challenge to Rav, the Gemara brings a statement from Rabbi Chiyabar Abba, who said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, from where do we derive that the blood of Kajim is not makshir? From the passage regarding the blood of an animal that states, you shall spill it on the ground like water. This teaches that blood which may be spilled on the ground like water is makshir like water does, but blood that may not be spilled on the ground like water, such as the blood of a carbon, which must be received in a kli and applied to the mizbeach, is not makshir. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff we learned that Dam Kachim isn't Makshir from the Pasuk of Arz Tishbechenu Kamayim, and Dam Kachim must be received in a Kli, that's on Daf. Tezain, good. Number two, which stuff we learned Rabbi Yudah said if the exterior of a cup was touched by Tumas Mashkin, the interior is Tower, but if it was touched by Sheretz, the interior is Tame, that's on Daf. Yudzain, good. Number three, which stuff is it that we learned from the Pasuk of Kiyutan Mayim that food cannot be Matame food in Midaraisa, that's on Daf. Yadalad. Good. Number four. Wished up to one every degree that's mutter to burn tauhar truma chametz with tame chametz at the seventh hour. That's on Duff. Tezvav. Good. Number five. Wished up to one that the bracelet that says that seats is marats for tummy blood is not in accordance with Yosef ben Yoezer. That's on Duff. Tezain. Good. Number seven. Wished up to we Malkokas Rav and Shmuel about what Yosef ben Yoezer meant when he said the mashkin from the basement mechaya is tauhar. That's on Duff. Tezain. Good number eight. Which stuff did we learn that the Kohanim returned from Gaulus and Tesvah Chagai were Bikin and Tumas Mace, but not in Tumas Sheretz? That's on Duff. Yudzain. Good number nine. Which stuff did Rabbi Yishu permit being Metame Truma with one's hands in the case of the broken cask of Truma about to fall into Chulon? That's on Duff. Tezvav. Good. And number ten. Which stuff did Mokokos, Rav, and Levi, whether Yosef ben Yuezer was referring to Mashke Beis Mit Bechaya or Mashke Beis Mid Bechaya? That's on Duff. Yudzai, an excellent art. That concludes our pop quiz. This is Rabbi Vrem Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.